Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ooh. Yes, sir. How you feeling? Hey, man, I feel like it's indigenous day. You wore moccasins. Disrespect. It's <laughs> <laughs> cute the podcast. Okay, first off. <laughs> First off, oh wait, yo, wasn't off already. First off, oh you, oh you, you didn't know. First off, you're a jerk for that. <laughs> Secondly, these are my house comfy shoes. Oh, okay, bro, I, I wear these year round. <laughs> you're a jerk, bro. I'm not. I'm pissed. You said your feet was I, cold. Show, want me to show you the shoes I was were, gonna? I'm gonna I show the shoes I was gonna put on. Hopefully, something appropriate because what oh. you just did right now. Is categorized and you're trying to silence the voice of a people, Jane. I'm not gonna let it happen. Oh my! I'm tired of you silencing you voices. You are This is crazy. Like that's what I'm not gonna stand for in this show. Chris, <laughs> you ready to walk out? Yeah, I mean, cool. I was just gonna adjust myself on the couch too, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I just wanted to make sure that the people will really have to see my shoes. Anyway, they just some furry house shoes. Anyway, look, mm. we are today. You know, what I'm saying we celebrating. Um, we're gonna talk about what we're thankful for. And uh, definitely cue the music, because you are ignorant for that one. <laughs> are y'all ready? All right, let's get it. How you feeling, Chris? You good? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, in shock. I'm just shocked right now. Yeah. No, bro, let's be clear. She's in shock at you. Are you in shock at me? Here's the thing. I know you already had the, like... You can say it. No. I'm not sure. Did you put those on for this? Yeah. No. I mean, oh, no, I didn't. I literally... No, no. Like... I li my feet were... I literally had on some slides. My feet were cold. It's oddly timely, ain't it? Y'all are ignorant. No, I've never seen these shoes. <laughs> in my life. They were in the kitchen the past two days. These are my house shoes, my winter house shoes. Hmm. They got fur on the inside. Yeah, so do moccasins. Bro, you want me to go get my new Louis? I do. No, no, I'm saying that's what I was gonna wear because it matched the fit. But I was like, we're not gonna be catching the shoes, so I just throw my house shoes on because my feet was cold. Aj, whatever works for you, brother. I, I mean, respect I your actually decision. believe him because his socks. Yeah, come on, actually... bro. No, I ain't finna. You, bro. Let me it's see. It's funny, but all the negative hate, y'all send it right to Mike. Shoot it right to Mike. Let me see your socks. Yeah. You like the Rainbow Coalition on there? Are those jewels? Nobody wow. else got questions? Wow. Okay. I lo look, I lo look, I love all people, bro. I don't know what you are. Oh, on. there we I go. I don't know what you there are. There we go. Speaking of that, this, episode here, this episode here, we was really going to talk about, you know, what we were thankful for. Yeah. And it's around the time a lot of people are celebrating Thanksgiving, but I do want to open it up with that. Yeah. Um, I do know for a lot of people, some might, you know, call them indigenous people. You just educated me, right? Um, so they are um, American Indians. You know yeah, some of Those... them are American Indians, um, mm -hmm. but indigenous people also include the Mexicans that were here as well. So, you know, you can't forget that right. all of them kind of so, roamed America so we before go, we were right, branched So we go off, back right. to American Indians, mm -hmm. right? And it's and it's and educate us with this. It's not, you know, for the in the past it's been African American or Asian American right. or, or a Latino American. Right. And I would think that the first 
name would be the dominant, but then the as opposed to the last, but it's actually reversed. Which yes, is re- exactly. which is why I said American Indians. But break it down, right? To us. So the dominant name goes on the end. Um, so like yeah, when we look at African American, the American is the dominant one. When we look at American Indian, you're saying the Indian were are the dominant ones here in America. Um, just similar to you have a last name, whichever one is the family name is going to be the dominant at the end. In in the Mexican culture, it's actually, you can have both surnames. So you can have your mother's and your father's, but the, the father's usually goes at the end just because like the way, you know, society is kind of set up to have the male be the dominant name at the end, which mm. will likely actually change over the years. But that's a different conversation. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. So I wouldn't necessarily say American African. That wouldn't fit, right? No, because, because Africa be, is the dominant. Like, right. so if it's African, then then you go to 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 Africa gotcha. and say you're, yeah. you know, however it goes there. But no, Africa okay. would not be the dominant here because America was here before Africa came to America. Gotcha. But the Indians were here before Americans came. Right here, so, so it was really American Indians. Yes. Yeah, that's deep. Yes. So shout out from what know, I've shout been out talking, to yes. our yeah, shout out to our family, shout out to our people. I always think whenever the Thanksgiving holiday comes around, I imagine like how they might feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because though we are not celebrating the massacre per se, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? There's a there is an underlying lie and story that's been told. Yeah. Man, I was in Wyoming before you get deep. I was in Wyoming. I took Jewel with me on a trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I took her through a Native American. Your museum. Should I even call that Native American? Should it be? But that's different because you're a native of and, America. I mean, it's, if, it, what was it called? What was it actually called? Was it an indigenous museum? No, nah, it, it wasn't indigenous. It was, it, I, I believe it was a Native American museum, but I, it was named after Coyote Bill. Okay. Well, if that's what it was called, okay. call it what it was called. So we there. And uh, and Jewel, I'm like, boo, do you know about the history like of America mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the Indians? And, you know, she was like, yeah, my, my teacher told me about it. So she was excited. So I was like, whoa, you a little right. too excited, excited about, about what happened. About this history lesson. So I'm like, right. what did she tell you? She's like, well, the Indians, um, the Europeans came over here. And they brought food mm-hmm. and, you know, they traded resources and um, and they celebrated one another. And she specifically said, and they lived in peace and harmony. Mm, they still teaching that in school? I'm like, what? And my little mm. girl in third grade, I'm mm. like, what? She's like, yeah, they, they, lived in peace and, they lived in peace and harmony and they ate together. And I was just like, mm. boo-boo, like they didn't. Like, mm. that's not what happened. I, I set her down and I gave her a very hard... Lesson now because she's in third grade, she's only nine. I didn't go that deep, but I did tell her explain what a massacre is. Right. I didn't go into the rape and, and all of that. And colonialism. Right. Yes. And I didn't break all of that down, but I gave enough. So she was just like, Daddy, like, why would they do that? And I was just so it was a hard conversation to have. So right. whenever, you know, Thanksgiving comes around, I always think like, man, our, you know, our American Indian brothers and sisters, Native Americans, like I imagine how yeah. they feel, you know, in this time of the year. And so we ain't going to call this podcast a Thanksgiving podcast, but this right. is a thankful one. Yeah. And I wanted us to focus on that. But go ahead and shed some more light to that. Yeah. Um, no, what a lot of people don't know is when America was colonized by the Europeans, um, you know, they came here and they took took all of the resources and they kind of pushed um, the Indians into these, these reservations, basically. Mm-hmm. And that was their way to like 
make amends because, okay, the casinos are making money and all this stuff. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, just imagine somebody came into your house and was like, go to that one room. You can stay there. Like, we'll bring you food and water and bread. But like, you, this is this is your territory now. This house is now mine. After you actually roam this whole house freely. Right. And with my family and you killed the majority of with them. With my family and you right. killed them. And now you're telling me to stay here and, and just be just be cool with it. Just be obedient. Right. And so a lot of of you know Indians still protest like across the US, but we don't we don't even see a lot of that. Right. Um and you know they they very much keep their communities, like they value their communities, but they're still fighting to to kind of get back what is rightfully theirs. Right. And Americans, like we we don't even realize what what's going on is still still not right. Like, you right. know, we, we think about um slavery and how we want reparations for slavery and all those other things, but also like American Indians, oh they definitely right. definitely need their reparations. Right. And to the extent of of which they've received us so far, it's it's just simply it's just not enough. And right. then also with the Mexicans that were in America, they got their land taken away. A lot of people don't know, you know, California, Texas, all these places used to be a part of of Mexico. And then the Europeans colonized and they were like, oh, we're going to stage this Mexican-American war mm. and we're going to basically push you out of this land because we know that this land is is great. This land is fruitful. Like we're, we're, we're going to take your land. Mm. And so they staged a war because they knew that they didn't have the resources to really like fight like that against them. And ultimately they lost and they had to give up their their resources in, in, their, in their land. Wow. So that's why in California, a lot of the streets are named at like, you know, Latin names, like right. Spanish names. Right. And um, it's important to know that history and coming here. I like, I didn't even know that you guys didn't know some of this stuff because it's so like real for me living in Los Angeles. Who that, told you that we didn't know? Well, when we had comment, having a conversation earlier. Hmm. Snitches. Well, you, you kind of set yourself up for that. Well, I just wanted to know where she got that information from because on this podcast, yeah. nobody knew. Uh, all right. <laughs> well. Well, yeah. I wanted to make a comment anyway. I just want to tell Go everybody else who was thinking about fast forwarding the first part of this episode. I didn't know what was going on either, but I suggest you take time to go back and actually listen to it. I actually learned some good stuff from her, and I actually am growing as a result of this episode. But I understand how you feel. I definitely was listening to you, and I just <laughs> felt dumber by the moment, and I felt ashamed of myself for not oh, yeah, knowing we, yeah, we this information. Them. So I am grateful that the podcast do be enlightening <laughs> us. Because before you tell me that, I'm going to admit it myself. You didn't know that you didn't know that she had that we as a family got Mexican in our blood. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. What'd you say? (laughs) Go ahead, tell him, Chris. Tell him about you. Tell him about about her. Again, Jay, what you got in you? What you got in you? I'm gonna give it to Chris first. Crystal. Yeah, Crystal. Our our family has Mexican in it. Yeah, because your dad's Mexican. (laughs) Yep, I know you got it. Safe, Jay. Was like what like the floor? What you our got in fa- you? Our family has Mexican in it. Yeah, what about what do you have? Hmm? What do you have? I got love in my heart for all people, bro. I'm so grateful for that. Cause I know yes. what you ain't got in your heart. That's Mexican. He <laughs> 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 ain't got none of that in you. My you, God. You know I mean? right. Yeah. But don't yeah. colonize that. You're not, you're not, don't be don't be a colonizer of them people. You know. Because they beautiful and you're not gonna try to take that from them. They are great people on their own. All right, so and you a great person in your own. So let's talk about this. You're black, you know what? Let me Jay, tell you what I'm you grateful for. You are black. For. Let me tell you what you I'm are grateful black. for. Talk about your roots. But Nobody you know questions what? that. He's related to me, so so he, so has, he has a Mexican Mex- family. Yes. There we go. Not Mexican blood. You have Mexican blood. He has Mexican relatives. <laughs> okay. Is that what, that's what I said. I said we have Mexican blood in our family. Let me, yeah. 
and it didn't reach you. Let me That's tell not you what, the point. <laughs> See, you're a distraction. No, no, no. So listen, to I'm all of our listeners sure out there, know, we don't want y'all to tune out. Right. We want, you know, hang in here with us. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like when you watch a movie, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you got the credits. You know, you mm-hmm. the evil villain's going to rear his head. But in the end, righteousness will prevail. Well, I watched mm-hmm. Zorro growing up and I owned a sword. It don't make me Mexican. I don't care what y'all got relation we to. Y'all told me my daddy looked like Zorro, by First the way. First of all, you were so Sir, if you ever watch this episode, Ooh. bro, it was a compliment. Zoro was my first Mexican hero. Oh, don't do that. So, no, I'm saying it's a positive. The only reason you I said it because he's an attractive shallow. dude that I looked up to in, in, in a vision I saw myself. I was like, yo, Zoro. So she's laughing, but she's making light of the first Mexican hero that That's I had. But you're Zorro not going to But you're not going to sabotage it because we was really, we was really why on something really. Why would you do that without context? Really, yeah, we, Mike, we, I don't we know what really, happened. We was really on something really strong. Tell your daddy right now, Christopher, the episode ends. No, no, no. You hey, you daddy. apologize. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> like, I really... Like, I really... No, no. Why did you do no. that? Jay, what's that? Jay, why? No, no, why did you do that? Because that's, that's uh, my hero. Like, that's a Listen, Z. Bro, you're I'm done. You're <laughs> done for. Bro, what? Wow. Bro, I don't have all moccasins. I'm safe. What are you wow. doing? This wow. dude is a Mexican wearing moccasins. No, no, no. No, no, no. But we also have we also have um, native blood. Yep. Because our great was it great 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 grandmother. Yes, mm-hmm. was full. You know the tribe Cherokee. Cherokee. It's full this Cherokee. Episodes about gra- great. So so he he actually so you know I, I can see I can see why he's answer. channeling the inner ancestry. Oh, is he channeling it? Yeah. Well, tell me the Mexican that he's channeling. Really, really my really my feet was just is, cold. Is that hoodie supposed to <laughs> is that hoodie supposed to channel salsa? <laughs> Like, what is he trying to check? What? He's Wait. Just, he's just reminiscing. <laughs> no. His feet was just covered. Hey, but seriously, though. Okay, y'all. Seriously, though. I love when Jerry's. Yeah, you know, I got to bring you back. Yeah, right, bring right. It back we wanna get you, look, we want to give y'all the balance of, you know what I'm saying, of, of serious, fun stuff. Maybe do be times, Mike sabotage. I'll let it ride for a little bit, but not bring it back. Because I know a lot of y'all be writing in and y'all really enjoy it. And then, you know what I'm saying? So, Chris, let me ask you a question here. And I want to kind of talk for, for a little bit today. We're yeah. going to let people get back to they, you know, they leftovers. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, even though Thanksgiving was last week. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how long y'all be doing leftovers for? Let me ask y'all that. Till they gone. Actually, I eat so much Thanksgiving food in amount of two to three days. I'm sick of it after I'm finished with it. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. And it's one of my favorite meals. But I eat so much of it. It's like I know it's not coming around a lot. The fr- I eat a lot, bro. So, so I say for three days. The- <laughs> you got the whole crew laughing. It's okay. Jeremy Mexican Anderson. I just want to know what, what's so funny to you. Like, I want to know. Uh, uh-huh. I, I just, let me ask you a question here. Let's talk about two things, right? What are we thankful for? Yeah. Right? And then not just what you were thankful for this year, but I also want us to talk about what are we like looking forward to, or no, 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 no. What are you thankful for? Mm-hmm. Like that was dope. But then what is that painful thing that you were thankful for? Mm-hmm. We're going to go to you first, Chris. Give Mike some time to get in the spirit, right? And then <laughs> just the first part, what are you yeah. just flat out thankful for this year? We'll do a round table and then we'll come back to, cool. you know what I'm saying? What are we the thankful pain. for? The painful thing that we weren't necessarily excited um, about. But go ahead, okay. talk to me. Um, this make year, me a little list. <laughs> number one, I'm thankful well, for this podcast and having the opportunity to 
really be able to shed more light and use my voice more. Um, I'm thankful that I now get to spend more time with family as a result in being in Atlanta more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful that, you know, you created basically this avenue for us to do this. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for, for you and the rest of our family mm-hmm. because, listen, family is, is me so much to me. In that community, it's just something that you can't really, like, you can't create. You can you can adopt people into your family, but when you have a solid family already, it's, it's, it's no other feeling like it. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Mike, talk to me, my brother. Okay. So, while you were saying that, I was actually writing down some things to myself just to be more intentional with my gratitude and um, you started off with the podcast. I'm thankful for the Next Level Living family for sure. Um, this this space has definitely given me an avenue um, to pursue my purpose in an intimate way with people that I genuinely care about. Um, I cannot take that for granted. Um, also, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I celebrated a birthday this year. Um, my birthday was around the time of Thanksgiving, and I'm really grateful for another year. And the way that I celebrated my birthday this year was very special because of individuals that I was able to uh, to share it with. Um, I was able to share my birthday with you all this year. Um, on my birthday, I was in Atlanta, and we all got a chance to hang out. And I already look at our podcast as a therapeutic, sometimes a therapy session for me, mm-hmm. um, in the way that we're and able to o- hang o- out. Or roast session. Uh, that, that too. Right. That's mm-hmm. just the family aspect of right, it. Right. That for just sure. comes with it. But then also, um, I had a Friendsgiving a couple weeks prior to my birthday. Um, and that was very good. Um, a lot of friends flew out to Vegas. Uh, we rented an Airbnb. Just just cooked a nice Thanksgiving meal. How come I went there? You tell me, Jay. You got an invite. That's right. Go ahead, my bad. Hmm. No, go ahead. Friends give it. I remember. I was about okay. to say, I forgot. I'm about to say, you and Crystal was both invited. But my family be doing big things. They was they was out the country that weekend. Hey. For sure, for sure. Um, but... The people that came together, man, it really made it special. And probably top of that list was the time that I had with my baby brother, man. My brother Marshall, man, he he came through and he really just, really just, I don't know, he just solidified how much I need to be grateful for family, man. Mm-hmm, it, it, was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was something I couldn't describe. So shout out to you, little bro, um, for what you added to my birthday this year. And then um, another thing that I wanted to to talk about was I'm thankful for love. I'm thankful for love and love loss. You know, um, this year I created a lot of relationships that really I feel like has built me, built me and built my heart, but I've also lost some stuff. And I feel like even stuff that I've lost, I can still be grateful for the quality of the stuff that it added to my life, man. Like I'm really grateful for, for that on both sides of the fence. And then lastly, I'm just thankful to be able to live in my purpose, man. Yeah. And and, a ten, and God answered a huge prayer of mine. Hmm. Um, the number one most sacrificial person in my entire life has joined the Speakers Academy. Hey. And my mother is a part of this. And my yeah. mom has sacrificed her own dreams to help me pursue mine for so long. And to see her do that. That's probably the best. That's probably the best birthday gift. That's probably the best thing I've seen uh, I that it. I can I can name to date. And so shout out to mama. Shout out to mama, man. I love it, man. Yeah, I love it, man. And I don't think we ever wish you a happy birthday, man. So happy um solar round around the moon. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, brother. All right. So look, 
For me, man, I am grateful for so many things. Uh, but I would probably have to say the biggest thing besides my family and health, I would have to say uh, my team, man. We have been blessed with an amazing team. <laughs> um, an All amazing, right. you feel me, Chris? Like just a great right. uh, group of people. Just a great, and, um, wonderful group of people. There's one yeah. person in particular, man, you know, that that Tracy and I had, were praying for for the longest. And we did not know who this person was. You know, we hired this firm and paid them <laughs> thousands <laughs> of dollars. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, bro. We hired a firm. Go there. Yeah, man. We hired a firm (laughs) to to find somebody, man, and and pay. We paid quite a lot of money for them to find this specific person. I mean, it's like we went around the moon trying to find this one person. and uh, Not the son, though. Nicole, man. Ah! You know what I'm saying? We have our chief operating officer, man. She was a, a critical missing piece to, you know, our company and what we're building. And she's taking so much pressure off of Tracy and I. And uh, grateful for Nicole, grateful for our whole team. I'm not going to begin to shout out team members because I mess around and forget some. But y'all y'all know what it is, man. And um, everything I am and where I am in my life is because I have an amazing team, you know what I'm saying, that, w- that will check in with me. You know what I'm saying? And, and our team is not just here, you know what I'm saying? Like in the States, you know what I'm saying? Like our team is us all over. I got team members in India, um, South Africa, you know what I'm saying? Like all over. So I was like, y'all had people all over, you know what I'm saying? You was just in Turks and Caicos. You've got some ties there, Bermuda, like it's just all over. The connection yeah. is so strong. And so I'm just grateful, man, for an amazing team. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to do, you know what I'm saying, next year in the future. Yeah. So Chris, here's so here's my question for you. What are you grateful for that you wasn't happy about? Mm. Yeah, come on. Yeah. This year. Maybe had an attitude ooh, about it. Like I'm yeah. not looking forward to it, but you realize later, like this was for my good. Right. I got pushed out of my comfort zone so much this year when it came to career, when it came to relationship. Um, and I was not happy. I was like, why? Why is this why is this a thing? But then I realized now that I'm on the other side of it, it was necessary for growth. Like, but without going into too much detail, um, in the work situation, it was like I was kind of silenced a little bit. And then once I got pushed out of that comfort zone, it's like, all right, now you got full reign, like use your voice, do what you need to do. Um, just fly at this point. And had I not go and gone through that pain that I did at the beginning of the year, because it was painful, toxic, mm. painful, I wouldn't be on the other side here mm. and working towards the healing, but also the flying portion of it, because I was grounded mm. and it really, really just felt awful. Mm. Um, so that's something that I'm grateful for um, because I didn't see the light when I was in it. Mm. But now that I'm on the other side, I'm like, oh, because... I had to get out of it to crawl back up to the surface so that I could see the light again. Hmm. So anyway, I'm grateful for that. Um, And I'm grateful for for all the challenges kind of that that came my way. Um, And it's, of course, easier to say it now, but they grew me a lot. This year I I grew so much because I ended up speaking to someone that I I hadn't spoken spoken to since the beginning of the year. And I realized the conversation just felt different. Hmm. It was like, I'm no longer in the space that I used to be in. And so we can't even have the same conversations anymore. 
Like, I'm so grateful that my conversations now are kind of more mature than than before. I was forced to mature um, mm. a little bit more than I thought that I had already matured to. Mm. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Mike? This year, man, um, this was a year, bro. Um, something that I didn't want to do that I needed or that that really changed me, man, was therapy, bro. Hmm. Um, therapy this year gave me a light at the end of the tunnel hmm. for a dark place that I was in. I feel like I've been in a slump emotionally, deep down. Surfacely, I've been able to cover it a lot with with a lot of stuff, but deep down, I feel like I was really struggling emotionally. Um, being in a long distance relationship, I think, and not being able to travel back and forth. I think that was that was really tough. Um, even going through a breakup this year, you know what I'm saying? I really feel like that all like really like put me in a in a in a tough position um emotionally, but therapy, man, just mm-hmm. been able to communicate what I'm feeling and have somebody who's in a position to help me see that there's light even through those darkest um those darkest times. Like I really appreciate um the value and the pain that I had to go through um, mm-hmm. for that. Um, traveling, man. <clears throat> Last year, I wasn't able to travel. And right. getting back to traveling and taking some really important trips um, for myself, for my peace, um, that was very therapeutic for me, and that really helped me out a lot. And I'm grateful for that. Um, and then lastly, um, this podcast, which has probably been the ultimate therapy session for myself mm-hmm. And just my transparency, um, I'm really grateful for the for the trust and the safe safety of this of this podcast. Um, I feel very safe to be authentic and be myself. And I've seen people in my conversations with them being released from stuff mm-hmm. as a result of that transparency mm-hmm. and that vulnerability that I've that I've been able to show on this on this podcast. So I'm very grateful for what God is doing. Throughout my pain. And as as I say, my pain still works toward my purpose. So yeah. I'm grateful that I'm seeing that come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if I think of um any struggles or any pains um that I've been, you know, kind of went through and endured this year, um, I cannot pinpoint um anything specific um except for um the loss of Brian. You know, um, that would probably be, I would say, uh, like my biggest struggle this year. And I feel like something shifted in me, um, you know, saying from his from his passing, uh, you know, because I realized tomorrow isn't promised. My boy Crump is like, yo, Jay, you a machine. And I'm like, yeah, I know when to rest. Right. Y'all know I'll shut that sucker down quick at nine o'clock at night. I'll be texting y'all like, hey, keep it down. You know what I'm saying? Right. But 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 I know, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like almost like I gotta carry another mantle, right? There are some things that he wasn't able to do and accomplish because his time was cut short. You know, God saw fit to say, you know, your work now is done. Um, but I would probably say that was one of the hardest things I had to go through um and really grow through. And I think I'm still kind of, you know what I'm saying, kind of pacing things out there. Um, but it really makes me search my heart. It makes me more sensitive 
to other things. Uh, I, I have a heightened sense of awareness of the spiritual battle that's in the world. Um, and I, I don't take anything for granted. Um, you know what I'm saying? And there's another drive that's now, that's deeper inside me. You know what I'm saying? Because I take that I am my brother's keeper seriously. So when I think about, I know the aspirations and dreams and things he wanted to be able to do for Sophie, the positions he wanted to be able to put her in. Um, so that's heavy on my heart. I know the education, the quality of life that he wants for his little daughter, Taya. And so those things are are present in mind. And so now I'm not just doing what I'm doing for my immediate family and my loved ones and our folks in South Africa. I'm also thinking now about Sophie and Tay. And so it was hard to grow through that. You know what I'm saying? But now I have to ask myself, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? All right, Jimmy, are you on point? Are you handling your business? Are you firing on all cylinders? And I feel like this is why when people say, oh, but Jeremy, you're doing, you're doing good. You're, you're doing great. Like, look at what you accomplished. I'm like, yo, I feel you, but like, I don't need that. The way I'm wired, I don't need the affirmation. I don't need people to say, good job, look at what you did. The way I would get comfortable. I need to keep mashing on the gas. I need to keep pressing forward. I'm just wired that way. That got me to where I am now. Brian was that way. I learned a lot from Brian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, when I read spiritual books, I don't read spiritual books that affirm me, that's filled with beautiful scriptures. I read that, that, that tell me how amazing I am and how much God loves me. I read books that convict me. I read books that challenge me. Yeah. I read books that make me feel like, man, I'm a wretch. I need to get it together. I know God loves me. I know I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. Yeah. I read books that keep me grounded. I read books that keep me humble. I read books that let me know it's not about me. I read books that makes me subconsciously say, I got to kill that flesh because yeah. I feel like I realize it's bigger than me. Yeah. So if I think about the biggest pain I've endured this year, it is the passing, you know what I'm saying, the loss of Brian. And people say you never really lose them because they're in your heart for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I can't call them. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm experiencing things, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that he's not able to experience. Yeah. And as painful as it is, I'm going, like, he's supposed to be with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's supposed to be a coach in our Speakers Academy program. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's supposed to be in Mexico with us. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, man, he's not here. We're supposed to be taking double dates with our wives and stuff. He's supposed to be at Jewel's birthday party. Yeah. That stuff hurts. So I'm like, man, he's not here. So let me make sure I'm here, right? Let me make sure I'm present. Yeah. Let me make sure I'm doing what I got to do. Because he would be like, hey, bro, let's go. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, hey, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get it. So I have yeah. to kind of embody that mindset yeah. and do what I got to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then he would still call me and be like, bro, how's your heart? Yeah. But how you doing? Yeah. Not many people call me and say that. Fact. Nine times, hence, 19 times out of 20, somebody calling me to ask for something. They needing prayer, they need advice, mm -hmm. they need money, you know what I'm saying? I got very few people that call me and be like, bro, how you doing? Yeah. Anything you need, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he was one of those people. So my biggest pain, you know what I'm saying, this year was his passing and having to cope with that. But that's what makes me want to be phenomenal. Yeah. I feel like that's another reason why I get so frustrated when people are average. I'm like, you got life, man. Mm. Man, my boy Brian, bro, was in, on work release, bro, working at Moe's mm. and was still able to get his wife a brand new car. Yeah. Pulled that sucker off the showroom floor. Like, he was different. Yeah. He was at the car wash. Every single position they put him in, my man moved up to management. Yep. That's why I hate average. Mm. That's why I hate it. My man was phenomenal. And I'm like, yo, I be looking at people that got so much talent. Mm. And I'm like, but you being average right now. Mm. You got life inside you. That's what pisses me off. Mm. Y'all asked me a few podcasts ago, like, yo, Jay, why does the average make you so upset? Because people got life inside of them. Mm. 
and they just average with it. And I'm like, yo, if my brother was here, and if he had a tenth of what you had, he would be going hard with it. So that's been one of the hardest things that I've had to deal with this past year. But I promise you, bro, on, I put this on everything I love and above. I'm going to get better. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to keep growing. And I would never, ever, ever take every single day that God, God has given me for granted. You know what I'm saying? And so, man, I'm grateful for my brother. I'm grateful for the memories we had. Man, I'm grateful for the work that we did together. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man. And I'm just ready to see, you know what I'm saying? What the what the what the future holds. And um, and I'm gonna keep his legacy living. Mm. And I'm gonna keep posting about him. And I'm gonna keep serving, you know, and I'm gonna keep sharing, and I'm gonna keep ministering, I'm gonna keep baptizing, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna do everything yeah. that I know he will want me to do at the highest level. Cause see, I ain't I ain't met nobody like him. You know what I'm saying? He always had energy. He ain't never have a bad day. Yeah. If I ever had to have a hard conversation with him, it would be hard, but he would be like, bet. And he would bounce right back. He would never be in his feelings and cave and go somewhere. It was it was just always like, all right, we gonna hit this. Re-. And he would reset and recalibrate and go from there. You know what I'm saying? When the courts was like, bro, you're gonna have to sit down for three years. And he got locked up to see that he was still loving, finding different ways to make love to his wife's heart, finding different ways to be there for his daughter. I'm like, man, I ain't got no excuses. And so I feel like I, he would, if you ask Brian, yo, bro, who made the biggest impact in your life? Who was your greatest mentor? Who was your greatest inspiration? He would say me. If you ask him the same, I would say him. Because mm. he taught me a lot of things when it comes to tenacity, when it comes to perseverance, when it comes to mental grit, when it comes to service too, man. And so um, he was different, man. And so, you know, even though, you know, saying God took him away, his memory's still with us mm-hmm. and God's so good. God is like, man, I got some other people though. I'm going to put in place mm-hmm. and you can never replace me. If <laughs> you don't feel me, yeah. but there are some people that God is like, yep, I'm about to, I'm about to put this person in your life. And I'm going to yeah. put this person in your life and y'all are going to pick up, you know what I'm saying? Where you left off and y'all going to keep moving forward, man. So I don't really know where we go from here, but no, that's just kind of, um, yeah, man. So man, that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> rocking with me throughout this podcast, you know, grateful for Sean and for Q and, and everything that we've been able to build. And, um, you know, we're going to figure it out, man. Yeah. yeah we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. What's up, Mike? How you feeling, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I already know. Yeah, I already know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that, bro. I yeah, you know, yeah. me either. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't talk about be broke because I, I just... Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. No, you, you don't have to. I just, I didn't want to end it, you know what I'm saying, without, you know, acknowledging, you know what I'm saying, that you were, um, you know, that you were going through it, man. I think what gets me going is I think about those positives because I could slip into that other place quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's it's a lot. Yeah, Sophie, a lot. bro. Sophie helps me. The most when yeah. it comes to Brian, bro. Um, for y'all that don't know, Sophie is Brian's wife. Mm-hmm. And for y'all that didn't see the episode earlier this year, um, we lost our bro uh, tragically uh, this year to car accident. But um, everything that Jay is saying is, is basically he's living two lives. He's fulfilling more than one purpose. 
but he carries a lot based off of what he saw with his bro- his brother's dream. So um, Sophie helps me uh, being the wife of B because she doesn't run from the grief and the pain that she feels mm. in terms of his mourning. Mm-hmm. But but and after she gives her that intentional time every single day, mm-hmm. she starts her morning with grief, mm-hmm. like a a grief that she's allowed she allows herself to feel, expresses as she screams, she cries, and then she starts her day and starts being productive and starts pushing herself to be her best. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about like using pain for purpose. We talk about being grateful despite tragedies and certain circumstances. And when I watch how hard you go, when I watch how she patterns her day, not avoiding the pain that hmm. she that is inevitable. Right. right. But embracing what she cannot avoid and using that to fuel her day. She feels it and then she goes forth. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay, you you feel this, but you don't let that stop you from mm-hmm. making sure that this purpose gets fulfilled. Mm-hmm. That for me, <laughs> being a natural talent, being someone that my whole life people have just patted me on the back and given me so many compliments for natural abilities that I haven't deemed as special mm-hmm. and me not always taking advantage of every moment, not me not me taking so many different moments for granted. When I hear you say that this dude don't have life, my brother's gone and there are people that's playing with their life. I'm sitting there and I'm sad because B's gone, but I'm sad because I feel like sometimes he does more living while he's gone than I do while I'm breathing. Sheesh, sheesh. So I hurt and I'm I'm sick about mm. my brother not being able to do it. like I would I would I would do anything to try to get B to be back and experience what what we're able to see right now. Right. He deserves it. Right. But me, I'm just like, Mike, don't you dare die while you're still breathing. Hmm. Hmm. And so I'm grateful for another day, but I just refuse to waste him. Yeah. I just refuse to waste him. And I and I I mourn over wasted moments, hmm. but I'm grateful for the next one. So, so somebody in, in closing, somebody somebody might say that you know the best way to show you know that you're grateful for something is to embrace it, take advantage of it, get the most you can out of it. Yeah. And so my thing is, like, if we all say we're grateful for this, we're grateful for this, we're grateful for that, the good and the bad, but we're grateful for life, I think we got a mandate now to take the most out of it and do the most with it every single day. And I feel like, you know, that's the fabric of Next Level Living. Mm -hmm.